Welcome back to our RSM MBA program podcast. When you graduate from RSM, you become part of our growing international network. With a growing network of more than 40,000 alumni worldwide, our alumni community is very diverse. Today, I will be speaking with Edwin Horstmann, graduate of the Executive MBA class of 2016. Edwin already had a background in neuro and healthcare psychology and now in business as well. And today we will be looking back on his uh, EMBA journey and how it has helped him in his career. Edwin, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for uh, joining me in today's podcast. Yes, thank so, you for having me. Of course. So you graduated in 2016, so that's quite a few years ago already. Can you think of some the first things about your EMBA journey that come to mind when you look back? Oh, yes, that has to be the hotel bar. Um, <laughs> that is, that's only half a joke, actually. No, it's in this order. It's the hotel bar, the study trips, um, and some of the electives uh, that we did, and especially real-world decisions. And I started with the hotel bar because it's, it sounds like a joke, but it's not, because it's such an important part mm -hmm. of the MBA journey to connect with your classmates. Uh, you don't have, really have the time in during classes or during work groups to really you know connect and get to know each other so this is why the hotel bar is actually quite a, <laughs> has quite a big impact so all jokes aside i mean it's half a joke and uh half true you have to be there because you know that's the, a big part of the experience yeah so the connections really mattered yes oh they yeah. really matter yeah 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 and and has the the emba changed your your course, career-wise? Completely, completely uh, <laughs> changed my career. Well, I was on track following kind of the standard career path as a practicing psychologist. So that means you study psychology, you become a psychologist, and you specialize more and more in becoming a psychologist. Uh, well, leading up to the point that you become a clinical psychologist, and kind of that's it. You, you mainly treat patients, um, and you might provide some feedback to... Uh, the hospitals where you work on how you do, uh, how you provide care, mainly by treating patients, of course. And the MBA completely threw that upside down, which was supposed to happen. I mean, that was the goal for me because I realized I didn't want to be a full-on psychologist for the rest of my life. Um, and I wasn't very happy on this standard path of becoming a psychologist. <laughs> And so what, what happened is that the EMBA not only gave me the right language, so to say, um, it provided me with the confidence in a more business setting uh, and with the network that opened up the possibility to change my career while I was still doing the EMBA. So, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, I got to add very valuable experience on top of all the theoretical knowledge that the EMBA uh, gave me. So, because when you started your EMBA journey, of course, you already had your postgraduate experience. Um, and, and what, is there any other uh, additional value that the uh, EMBA added for you, maybe even on a personal level, not just career-wise? Well, both actually. On um, oh, the, I like this question because it, it does both. Um, mm -hmm. It gave me a whole new perspective on my job as a psychologist, so career-wise, because as a psychologist, you're basically a very technical person, right? Um, you have an actual profession as opposed to having an MBA because an MBA doesn't really make you a specific uh, professional like a, a technician or a psychologist or a doctor. 
But what the MBA added for me, um, and the reason why I would do it again and again and again if I could redo my life, is because it made me a properly informed generalist, able to have conversations uh, with the board of directors of a hospital on a whole new level, not just from the perspective of a healthcare worker, but now also with all the uh, other aspects that come with running a medical institution, the finance, uh, the people aspect, the politics, everything. So this diversity brought me from being a psychologist <laughs> bound to be in the Netherlands because, you know, of the language. As a psychologist, mm -hmm. you need to speak the language. And now I live in Copenhagen after being an interim manager in healthcare. Uh, and I've set up my own successful outpatient clinic, which I recently sold. So this is where it also changes my, uh, well, my personal uh, level, because it's yeah. sort of the same story. It provides so much insight in the inner workings of business, the economy, the effort conversation I had just changed because I was more thoroughly informed about everything. Um, so I start to, this may sound a bit weird, but I actually started to pay for my news again, for example, <laughs> because of the free news feeds that are bombarding us every day. They just don't have enough depth to it anymore. It's a silly yeah. example, but it's, you know, you need, no, you need to be better informed than just reading uh, your average free news site. I absolutely love your take on that. And I think also your take on, on the executive MBA, uh, I think it's beautiful to look at it that way because it, it is indeed very broad. So you're not being, you're not gaining skills that are only focused on one area per se. So I think exactly. that's, a, exactly. yeah, that's a very interesting perspective. And you also mentioned that you sold, um, you sold your company. Um, yeah. How is the, if so, of course, but how has the MBA impacted your your decision-making skills, your leadership skills? So how has the MBA impacted that? Um, well, those are actually two questions because the one is um, <laughs> what is your leadership uh, skills and the other one is decision-making skills. And I really think they're quite different, um, which is exactly uh, the answer to your decision-making skills. How did it change? I, I'm so much more capable of distilling questions. Um, and, and separating them to in you know in the different layers that it that hold a question so that it so that you can answer questions or make decisions more structurally so it's more structured i learned to how to dissect questions and problems learn to prioritize sensibly and act accordingly I, and i think that's a major part of the emba and a major part of also some of the electives that i got um yeah, they, they made me a better decision-making overall, a yeah. better decision-maker. On the leadership part, that's the less, least likable part of my answer for, for RSM. <laughs> um, the main impact on my leadership skills is only an indirect result of the EMBA because I got to do my in-company project at a classmate's company, actually, um, which was a great way out of the clinical work. But the interim director there who was overhauling the company was basically the embodiment of what RSM was theoretically trying to convey. Um, and it's very hard to describe, but the way he would project confidence in others and allowed for mistakes to happen um, really motivated someone to be exactly who someone was. And to always have confidence in yourself and always back your decision as long as you really thought it through, you know, he projected that so much on me that actually this whole leadership 
journey is still ongoing. I'm still trying to, you know, make that more my own. So yeah. that's not a finished thing after your end, but that's that's really a journey that you're on and probably that never finishes. Yeah, an ongoing process, actually. A process, actually. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very interesting. And I mean, it's it's been quite a few years since you graduated. For for people that are listening, for candidates that are considering doing MBA, doing an MBA, but are not pretty sure they're still in their decision-making process, is there any piece of advice that you would like to give them? Oh, that's a difficult <laughs> one. There's, there's so many pieces of advice that you can give. The most important one, I would say, is have the people close to you on board because you'll need to support. It's it's extremely busy period and if i look back on it and if i discuss it with my wife um you know there's so many weekends that you are studying 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 you don't have time for social life or at yeah. least your social life is a little bit interchanged with your emba life so have the people close to you on board with the whole journey you'll need their support yeah if you want to retain some of your personal life i think because everything else is the business side of things you know the emba or or an mba in that sense all the knowledge all the skills all the experiences you gain from it that's never a bad decision so if you're doubting for that or because of that you know don't don't hesitate for that because it's just an awesome journey but you really have to have the people you love on board with your whole journey they need to be very thoroughly informed what it uh, comprises. Yeah, it does take some sacrifices. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I can totally imagine. Edwin, thank you so much for sharing this wonderful piece of advice and for sharing what your MBA journey was like and uh, where you were and where you are now. Yeah. So thank you so much. You're very welcome. It was very nice to actually uh, go back on this trip down memory lane to, uh, to recant everything and uh, tell it to you. That's awesome. Thanks. If you have any questions about our Executive MBA program, please feel free to reach out to us. For more information, you can visit rsm.nl slash MBA, and you can find the contact details of our recruitment and admissions team on the contact pages. You can also send us an email or drop a comment if you happen to see this podcast on our social streams. If you'd like to know how other alumni, aside from Edwin, have experienced their MBA journey, don't hesitate to reach out to them as well. You can find their contact information on our student contact page. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll catch you next time.